0: Yeah, like the, the, what's the word? Like when you talk about having like a very supportive partner, and I, what's the word? Like I can't stress it enough of how, if you're going to do with someone, like do with somebody that is supportive, you know, because the emotional toll on, on the woman is a lot. And also, if you're somebody that gets irritated easily and she's yeah. going through this phase and you cannot connect with her, You cannot take the time to see things from her perspective and you're always worried about why she did this, why she did that and all that. Like it's going to be very difficult and it's going to be very unfair.
1: Yeah, I think it's very unfair.
0: Yes, because sometimes it's not because you really want to do those things, but it's just your kind of like emotional and hormonal response to things and all that. And having somebody that understands that, that gives you the right support, tells you the right things to hear. And it's actually since about it and changing. Yeah, it's actually very beautiful.
1: Yeah, emotional intelligence is really required for the for the man.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, she doesn't look pretty to you. It's okay. But hey, you better do all it takes to make that woman feel seen, because she's already going insane mm-hmm. looking at herself and see herself go through changes that she can do nothing about. So you don't you don't you don't compound the problem. You don't say things like Ah, enough, fato. Ah that, in uh, fact, I would I'll literally punch, punch you in the face. That's really terrible. That's a terrible thing to say
0: to yeah. a pregnant yeah. woman.
1: Pregnant yeah. women are always beautiful, whether I see it or not. They're mm. Always beautiful. That's it.
0: Period. True, true. true. You, you know, thinking about what you said about um even if he doesn't agree, he should say. So what flashed in my head? Like I maybe I, I'm thinking of having sort of like a what's it called? The way people do marriage counseling, have like a childbearing counseling, where yeah. maybe when the wife is pregnant, when you first find out the wife is pregnant, the husband can enroll and just go through the educative process of the education of it all. Because from our culture, from our society as, as, as Nigerians, that's the culture I'm very familiar with. We are not very in touch with those kind of things. We are, and especially the hard man, hard man uh, mentality yeah. and all those things. Like it's very prevalent <laughs> with us because we're kind of like still um, closer to our cultural roots than we are away from it. So you see people having this stereotypical, oh, I want to be a hard man. Like you, you feel that the way you can be supportive to your woman is by being the rock or, or, or the firm figure and all that. And why I'm not saying that shouldn't be the case, but it takes, like you said, emotional intelligence to realize that, okay, Right now, what she doesn't need is a rock, but an yeah. emotionally supporting partner that she just feels she can be herself with and would empathize with her. Yeah. And her. So that cannot be overstated.
1: Emp- empathy is actually very key. Here, though, you are advised to go with you, follow your wife for every antenatal. Yeah. yeah. And then you listen to the lectures because it takes two people to parent, two. The roles, are, the roles are different and still interwoven. But it takes two people to parent. And yeah. even during delivery, I would encourage every man, every man, to go stay with the In fact, men are the ones that faint during delivery. A lot of men. A lot of men. Yes. Because so, you realize it. Oh, my mother has 10 children. Hmm. Oh, my mother has 20 children. So, it's not a big deal. My grandmother gave birth on the farm. And she went back to farming. Excuse you. <laughs> You know what that meant? You know what your mother, grandmother actually went through? What she went through? Be in that labor room and see what it is like to birth a baby. In fact, there was a time, Adriana and I, when I went for my last antenatal, and they said, oh, 10 centimeter dilation. And then they actually showed us what 10 centimeter dilation meant and how huge, how wide the diameter was. Mm. I took it and showed, because there there was a template for it, I took took it and showed I'm like, see, my bone is going this wide. (laughs) For the baby to come out. And I was like, what? No, no. (laughs) I said exactly. So this is what 10 centimeter dilation meant. And we were both shocked. I I myself I was shocked. He was shocked also. So take the men need to go through the process too with the women. Be at that delivery room and see what it is like. Adra was you you, you know him. He doesn't know how to show his emotions well. But when you see him sweating under his seat, you know that. Mm -hmm. That so Please, I felt answer. like I was probably even calm. He so looked calm on the outside, but it was turmoil on the inside. I, he didn't faint, so though. Like, I cannot faint. Now his nature is not the, he's not the type that faints like that. But I know a lot of men that probably start to weep and faint. And that's another, in fact, that's another discussion on its own. Yeah. The uh, vaginal birth delivery and the CS and the old Hebrew women saga that comes with it. I had to tell my, even though I didn't want a CS, where well, I ended up with a CS, I yeah. didn't want it because I wanted to recuperate fast. Like I said, I needed to prove a point to my <laughs> boss. So my plan was my mom was going to come and then I, was going, I wouldn't have to go on maternity leave. If I don't mm-hmm. have a CS, then I'll not have to uh, be late to rest. Uh, I mean, I have a bed rest or something like that. So I have to recuperate fast. So I didn't want a CS for that reason. But then I would see a lot of pressure. Oh, you give back like a Hebrew woman, the Hebrew woman. The first time someone told me, I'm like, calm down. Last time I checked, I'm Nigerian. And Mm -hmm. the mistake people make is the Bible never, the Bible was not explicit. It didn't explicitly say that the Hebrew women did not have, they didn't didn't go through a a tough delivery. That was not the point. It was a lie that the midwives told Pharaoh because. In fact, people need to go back and read it. I don't have a problem with um, easy delivery. I, everyone prays for that. But the pressure of, oh, you have to give back as a Hebrew woman. And then if you don't give birth virgin, uh, via vaginal delivery, then there's something wrong with you. No, yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely nothing. If you think CS is easy, go do it and see what it looks like. It's not
0: yeah you know that 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 part of the the c i section is the conversation i i i know we had like an offline conversation a couple of times ago and you told me about your experience and well i'm i'm still i'm we're gonna to come to that we're gonna talk about that in depth because i i know a lot of a lot of people might be going through it and it'd be good to hear from a perspective and all that so before we we get there i I'd, I'd like to ask about what was it like your sleeping pattern especially towards trimester when you when you when you became big and you i'm pretty sure you'll be able to sleep on your stomach anymore so if you're in your stomach it becomes impossible so like how was all that process for you
1: for me i usually sleep on my face so i sleep on my stomach that's my default sleeping state and then i was told oh no you can sleep you have to sleep on your left it's even advisable to sleep on your left side because it helps with digestion and things like that okay. but i found myself sleeping comfortably better on my right so i'm like okay i can't sleep on my stomach now i can't sleep on the right like what is the issue and then i can't sleep on i can't sleep face up mm. so i would sleep on my right and then my hip would hurt so bad it would hurt so bad i'll bang it i'll be banging it because it's like would... your pelvic is trying to expand mm. so to so accommodate the baby so I will be banging my hip because I felt so much pain. And it got to a point where I was so heavy that even when I, when I wake up and my head has lifted off the pillow, my stomach has not lifted. I have to lift the stomach to go with the body. <laughs> so half of, my body would, half of my body would rise again. then the stomach has to lift it to join me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. I was shocked that people said, someone saw me and said, oh, are you going to have twins? Because th- That was how big they thought my stomach was. Wow. it wasn't comfortable at all. it wasn't comfortable i didn't enjoy sleeping on my side all through the time i started to and then the pelvic pain was huge and then you feel this lower back pain where you just feel like slamming your back and i don't even think it solves the problem but mm-hmm. it's a weird it's just a weird comfort that you get from slamming your back so hard wow. it's, it wasn't comfortable though but yeah really? and i i could see that sometimes that looks at me and he feels helpless because there was nothing to do yeah. You know, like,
0: so some of the things you're saying, they are so packed that like if you hear the words, you can have a sense, you might just understand the words from like a theoretical perspective, but you can always tell that there's more to the feeling that cannot be expressed in words.
1: Yeah.
0: There's, there's, there's more to the discomfort. There's, there's more to that. And what I was what I'm hoping to capture with this with this series of conversation is to capture the essence of it. So that when somebody is going through something similar, they'll be like, oh, I heard it, uh, Dummy had so, so, so um, issues and all that. And it kind of helps, like in your situation when you were Googling online because you felt you were bigger than normal and like you wanted to find like a content that resonates with you and all that. Like having that information out there will help somebody that goes through, maybe not, not exactly the same thing, but something similar that they can actually Glean something from and help, and, and that's good. And, and thank you for kind of like talking from the heart about your feelings. And, and it must have been easy and, and sharing. So now we're approaching the conversations approaching towards the death of the child. So, how was yeah. the, the some people have have um um they're in that state of trying to give birth for like two three days, some is that same day, some is a couple of hours. So, how mm-hmm. was the, the period that you well. Had?
1: That's the that's the crux of the matter. Because <laughs> um maybe actually stayed for one weeks. That's overdue, actually. Yeah. Because she she's not, in fact, I remember going for my 39th week um checkup, and doctor is like, you are not even dilated a bit at all. And your baby's so comfortable.
0: For the, that... I, sorry, sorry to cut you short. Like for the Benefit of those of us that don't know what the normal duration is, I'm going to guess it's nine months by four weeks. Uh, that
1: thing is not nine months. It's a lie. It's ten months. Nobody can tell me otherwise. I got pregnant <laughs> in January. gave birth in give birth in October. Like although they okay. call me nine months, but excuse me, I just <laughs> counted and counted over again. Like this thing is ten months. Anyways, the normal duration is forty weeks.
0: Forty weeks. Can even I mean, look
1: at it. Four weeks make a month, please. Forty weeks is what? Ten months, my
0: friend. Ten months. True.
1: True. So, anyways, theoretically it's nine months. Okay. But it's 40 weeks. And at 39 weeks, you're expected to start feeling in a certain way. For some people, some people actually even deliver 38 weeks, 39 weeks. Anyways, at 40 weeks, I was not even still dilating. The day my doctor said, Oh, your baby is very comfortable in there, that I have to start doing certain exercises to just you know distort a comfort a bit. That day I walked up my flight of uh, faith of 14 stairs.
0: Well,
1: we stayed stay on the 14th floor. I was so pissed because I was timing everything. You know, I've planned myself that I was, it was, she came October. I wanted yeah. her to come like September because my mid-semester exam was in October. <laughs> get my point. Yeah. So when did I come September. So at least I would have some time to prepare for my exam. Note I'm still taking, I was still in school, I was still taking yeah. courses but it was just that i was during covid so i was taking them from home so that helped a bit so when i heard that uh madame is not ready to come yet i remember just taking the stairs up first floor second up onto the fourth floor okay. and my stomach stiffened you could feel when i dance because that's our exercise i used to do a lot of zumba okay. she would stiffen herself because mm-hmm. she, would, she would stop moving i think she feels like why are you doing so much like i just stay in one place so I could feel her stiffen, like, ah uh-uh, ah, what kind of exercise is this woman doing? Because I was really panting. And I'm just like, you come out. You will come out <laughs> and you come out, safely You want to stay in there for how long? So anyways, after 41 weeks, the doctor was like, we have to induce you.
0: So I was like, hey, let's get
1: it done. I remember the day of the induction, it was a Friday. Okay. I had to submit an assignment. I was taking advanced engineering, mathematics, all this. Nonsense that comes with bezel function and all those nonsense, if I can yeah. remember. Yeah. So, I, the submission day was actually a Sunday, but I felt oh, you don't know what would have happened. Thank God for my planning skills. I felt, okay, let me do this thing before Friday. I'm going for my induction. I was not supposed to be admitted into the hospital, anyways. It was just they'll put a balloon inside of you to force you to dilate. That was just basically what we were supposed to do. Then I'll come back home oh. and wait for 24 hours. So, I did my assignment, scanned it, and saved it on my PC. And I just strolled into the hospital with just a sling bag. Like, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, just put the balloon and let's get back. Because okay. I have a class today. It's Friday. Anyways, they put the balloon in. Quite, quite a painful process. Anyways. Oof. But I was, at, in fact, I logged onto Zoom and I was in class. And the, my, the doctor was like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, what? Zoom. I'm in the class. So, I lay down there. And logged on to Zoom and plugged my ears and I was in class.
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> I <was> in <laughs> but that's what I'm like, are you not feeling pain? I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling the pain, but I think my threshold for pain is actually very, very large. So I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling pain, but yeah, it's okay. I can, I can, I can multitax both. And she was like, wow, this is weird. I've had to fix the ball. I'm like, so can I go? So wait one more hour, let's just see how things go. Okay. And after one hour, they say, wait another hour. I'm like, ah,
0: huh? this
1: is your waiting. is becoming too much. And then by 4 p.m., I was still there. I went in at 10 or so. And then they told me, um, we are trying to monitor the baby's heartbeat. It's not, it's fine, but we expect it to, that's to, it has to, um, it has to be there You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're yeah. very, it goes up this point and comes out, it goes up. and Well, ours was just very stable as an adult. So they are like, oh, that, that's unusual. So we would like to keep you. I said, ah. From what to what? I only <laughs> brought it back. So I had to tell Adrian, hey, see things are beginning to look like, you see, I packed, thank God I packed the hospital uh, the bag already. So yeah. I told him, go into my computer, help me to submit my assignment. Just, I've saved this, as also, so just go, and submit this, and submit this, and click on that and submit it. I will have to stay here for a while. He was still at work. So I told him, you would come around eight o'clock or seven o'clock. Let's see what has happened by then. So he took out the balloon. Actually, because it did nothing, and then they it, they, did, they put in a bigger one. Yeah. By the way, it's it's a it's, I'm calling the balloon because that's the name it's called, but it's like a catheter put inside of you, and then it's expanded inside. They expanded mm. it while it's inside, so oh, so they expanded it bigger to just to induce and force me to dilate. Well, at nine o'clock, nothing has still happened, so they were like, oh and I was still in the hospital. So I would to come and join at that point with the hospital bag and it's like, wow. So I just did not have a baby like that. Then they put me on, um, what's the name again? Is oxytocin. Yeah, that's the hormone is flushed into you to force you to, to start, um, the, to, start con- to induce contraction and then induce dilation in the process. Well, I was contracting really bad, like every two, two minutes, but I still did not dilate. <laughs> So I'm like, "Uh -uh, what is this? I I, I I was literally watching me feel, go through pains and feel the pain. But the baby can't come out because the opening is not opened. So what are you supposed to do? And the oxytocin was actually painful. But I I, I respect it. I haven't been someone that comes from a family with a mother that is a matron. I've seen hospitals. I've been to hospitals. Man, I was amazed. I Was really, really amazed. You know, when they put drip in you inside they, they'll fix the, this drip in your hand and they say, Don't move your hand in Nigeria, put it yeah. one place, don't touch it one place. <laughs> it was nothing like that. Like, I don't know how they did it, but they left they left uh um an injection inside of your hand, okay. and they do that even before you start to feel pain, when you're still normal. So when your god forbid your vein collapse. Yeah. They can always, it's already readily fixed. They can just connect their drip if they yeah. have to do anything. So I don't have to Oh, keep my hand in a particular way. There are machines plugged to my stomach to monitor the baby's heartbeat. There's the one plugged to my hand to monitor my blood pressure every time. There's the one plucked to my leg. It was just a very advanced technology. And I was really, even in my state of being in pain, I was still amazed at that. Like, wow, this is really, this is what, this is what health care should look like. And I have to say this because we're in Canada. I didn't pay dad for all this—not mm-hmm. a couple, nothing. I just carried myself inside the hospital and came out to my baby. I didn't pay <laughs> one one thing like nothing. <laughs> not even for the blood test, not for the ultrasound, not for any checkup. I didn't pay nothing, and it was surreal. It was it was it was it was very unusual for me. But anyways, super convenient. I have a case three nurses attached to me. I have at least two doctors. I was just like the attention was a lot yeah. and I was really I felt I felt comfortable even in the midst of the turmoil there's this comfort you know that things would go well like you just feel aside the spiritual aspect that I'm praying for, to God for things to go well okay. when you look around you know that like things are in place to so make things go well you know what I mean yeah. so anyways with the old thing and then the doctors will come I had this um intern what do they call these doctors the Resident doctors, just fresh out of school. Yeah. And she would come and then she would dip her hand inside of me and I would be in pain just to check. And she'd be like, oh, he didn't dilate much, but let this doctor, let this experienced doctor come and check. I'll snap at that point that wait, you don't know what you are doing. You come and check and then are a sort tell check. If you don't know it, please. Let's all that knows it come and check. Like, I can't keep going through pain. You're using it for an experiment, but what? I make a neck. Like I would. In fact, I can remember one time I was in so much pain. No, they tell your husband hold you. hold oh. their back. He would hold my back and I no, hold my hand. I'm like, no, no, it's my leg. Go my leg. You can't even tell where the pain is coming from or going to. He was confused. It was just there anyways. I'm like, oh, no, no, hold my neck this time. No, no, hold my back this time. But he was doing everything. Because I could look at him too and feel like, oh, even though I'm the one experiencing it. It's yeah. <laughs> going through some sort of pain also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some pain like... I cannot exp- i cannot I cannot explain, but you could see that it's also pain it also feels pain when i when I grimace in pain from all the contractions and the checking the hand checking. I wish they could devise a machine that could just help you check how many centimeters you are there stop using this their hand it's painful <laughs> anyways at some point, I had to resolve to see us. I called my mom, of course, and I was telling yeah. her. This was this was going on. This was going on, and then she told me, I know doctors can be really, really proud because you no know, ego. suggests to them that probably there's an umbilical cord around the baby, which yeah. is not making her uh, descend oh. to enough to to you know. And then I tactically suggested to the nurse, and she was like, "Oh, that's possible. That's also possible." So like you know, in the midst of all this possibilities and impossibilities and uncertainties I'm like what's the way forward because i'm tired of this so that's stop the oxytocin flow because i was not dilated so what's the point of the contraction if the opening is not open
0: yeah
1: and they said oh we'll probably give you epidural so we can i'm like nah nah i'm like is this certain that when i get the epidural and you start to manipulate my inside things will be fine like eh, if it doesn't now go well not up for cs i'm like nah i can't go through so much pain Already, and then the final destination might still be CS. Let's just go do the CS now. Mm-hmm. And I was scared that I might just extend to the next day, and then you would I would be in this kind of pain for um for long. So even though I didn't want the us that's what I told my mom She was like, I know this is not what we prayed for, but all I care about now is a healthy mother and a healthy child. And I'm like, yep. And I told her, I asked Adura, should we go for it? And I was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was literally tired of the whole thing. <laughs> he was like, yes, it's us it. Immediately, the doctors changed. They brought in new doctors, the ones experienced in, in, in the surgery. Yeah. And they were telling me what to expect and what would have to happen. And yeah, and in 30 minutes, I was with the theater. 30 minutes after, the baby came out. 30 minutes after, I was out of the theater. I'm like, whoa. So the work starts after the surgical process. Mm. That's when the work starts. So I I I could not stand up by myself most times. In fact, I could feel my stomach pain tightened every time I have to, every time I lay down and I have to rise up again. It was that was the pain. And I remember in the hospital when the baby came. The doctor, everyone is around you, so you don't feel alone. In fact, they'll come and take the baby. Like, oh, you want to sleep? Let's just give you some hours to sleep. We'll take the baby. Yeah. And I felt so loved. You know, the attention was there. And then after three days, they felt, oh, you're fine. They made sure everything was fine. Check your blood, check the baby, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you can go. I'm like, I should go. So now I should just be going. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will not follow me home. <laughs> <laughs> and Adora and I just took the I and mean, we just wondered what do we do with this newborn? There's nobody around. My mom is not around. My mother anyway is not around. Nobody. It's just the two of us. No And I remember when we got home, I wept. It was just an empty house. It was an empty house. And it was too quiet compared to where I was coming from, where everyone seems to be around me. In fact, I had to cook that day because we had to cook because nobody brought food for us. <laughs> I felt so sad. I, I wept. And I'm just looking at the child, like, so what do I do with her now? How do I know when she's, when she's in pain? I was waiting for all this colic and all these things that say happens to babies. Yeah. Like, when do I know when it starts? Like, what to do when it starts? How can you just leave us? I was angry at my mom for a while, even though I know it's not our fault. But I was just angry. I just had to be angry at somebody. Like, how do you, you guys are the ones that push us. Ah, you be having how many years married? You have a baby. It's time. It's time. Okay, now there is the baby, and you guys have just left us alone with the baby. Like I don't know what to do. In fact, birthing the baby. I remember I had to beg them at the hospital to bathe her on the day we are leaving, just so in case I cannot bathe her the next day, at least maybe she can stay clean for two days till like, I figure out how to bathe for her. So, wow. so it was,
0: like it was I, like there's a, there's a couple of strings I want to pull. Before we before we kind of go through through like the earlier confusing process for you, like I want us to talk a little bit about the this, this section dissection and all that. So yeah. um, I would like you to share your experience, like what it was like, uh, what you were entering terms of the pain, and I know, and also we could talk a little bit of uh, more like a general statement of the like the notions around CS. You know, I think you mentioned it earlier in the conversation where. <clears throat> There's there's this feel that oh, you have to be a strong woman, you have to push out the baby yep. that yep. women are like undergo through the surgical process, they're looked at the mm-hmm. and all that. So I'd like you to speak more about that from your own perspective, from your experience and how difficult the c section and the recovery stage was for you afterwards.
1: Yeah, everything has a pros and cons. That's mm-hmm. it. As far as I'm concerned, any form of delivery, any process that brings forth a new a child, a living child. Is, is a valid process. I don't care. It does. I'm not ashamed to say I have say yes, because it doesn't make me feel less of a woman at all. I like. I'm not, I don't understand. Anyone that thinks, oh, it makes you feel less of a woman is, is actually a very silly person. I'm, so I'm not scared to say it at all. It's a process. And in fact, I'm glad that God gave people the initiative to have that as a form of childbirth, period. So in my case now, where I wanted a, a vagina delivery nothing happened, so what should have happened? Mm -hmm. Like I said, pros and cons. Let's talk about the pros of vaginal birth. Oh, yeah. Your recovery process is probably easier. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, the pain is during the the time when the baby's trying to come up. But hey, there's a lot of things that have to happen afterwards because down there now has changed. Mm -hmm. So a lot of men have to do kegel exercise. I don't know how, because I didn't experience this, but I've heard a lot of stories. I I didn't experience this. So, but I've heard people say, oh, their husband is now not sexually satisfied or even they are not sexually satisfied because they are sore. There's a lot of tearing that could happen because if the baby's head is too big, sometimes you tear anyhow. And even the doctors even help before before the baby wreaks more havoc with tearing. They tear you themselves. So they cut open just to help the baby come out easily. So that, that, that's the, those are the cons, okay? And with um, vaginal birth, once the baby is, once you've delivered, you can go through all the healing process of sitting in a hot tub, they massage yeah. your stomach, all those things they do during Obunguo. Well, yeah. the, the con is that, like I said, aside, what I, aside the change down there, okay. um, the, the, the um, labor process might be long. For some people, it's not. But for some people, they could labor as long as a day, two days.
0: That's painful. With
1: seniors on the other end, like I said, I was in the theater 30 minutes, the baby was out 30 minutes, and they spent 30 minutes swaying me back up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're out. But then, you have to be ensured that, I could say, I mean, in fact, days after, I used to feel like my organs are making a wobbly inside of me. Mm. I just feel like my intestine is just going bloom 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 <laughs> i actually literally feel, used to feel that way that things are not in place like i used to <laughs> it feels yeah. like things are making balloon like a balloon like a put water in a balloon and then just making balloon 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 sounds yeah, yeah. i used to actually used to feel that way so now they have to be they have to ensure that they've not punctured any of your internal organs so that's why you stay longer in the hospital you can pee normally they ensure that i was able to pee a certain liter of urine before i left you have to ensure that you can poop before you leave the hospital because groaning also, and then stitching it. I was told I was I could not I should not carry anything that weighs more than my baby. Mm. But you can imagine someone that just to lift into, I would have lifted something heavy and then I just was You're not supposed to carry that. I'm like okay yeah. I couldn't I couldn't bend down for it. I couldn't even sneeze mm. after my surgery. So laugh was problem because I could feel the pain at the of the session. So, but hey, down there is intact anyways. Well, you have to recover. Also, yeah. because um, I know bodies are different because you have to wait six weeks.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I was starting to wait six weeks before I could use anything like a waist trainer or whatever. I'm yeah. just glad that I had a body that snapped back on its own. I, would, I wanted to start to use a tummy tucker from mm-hmm. like three days after my yeah. delivery if I would had a vaginal delivery but no I can't because I had a C-section that was what my doctor advised so then you have this car to show for it mm-hmm. and then your stomach does not look the same that's it I can remember if I'm honest unconsciously I used to put my hand over my stomach when I'm um when I'm naked at the top when I'm when I'm mm. semi-nude unconsciously I'm just covering my stomach because I look at it and I'm like this is just weird it's just squishy squishy muffled muffled I'm like what's this <laughs> and the day I stopped was the day I dragged, I didn't know he was observing he just he just told me I couldn't come why are you always covering your stomach I'm like ah oh. then that's when I realized that oh I have been doing this I've been unconsciously covering my stomach and he held my hand and he stared at my stomach and I was just for him to see something and I was looking at his facial expressions because that one you cannot hide. If you're disgusted, I want to see that. You and looked down and said, "It's okay. It would go. Mm-hmm. You cannot ex- I cannot explain the relief I had because, anyways, it's the only one that will ever see me helpless. Anyways, mm-hmm. so if you don't, if you're not bothered by it, then it would give me the time to actually recuperate. To give me, I would recuperate happy. You know what I mean? I would take my time to. Massage my stomach and use all the essential oils to make it go back to normal. So that that was one thing that bothered me. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: would see your stomach look weird. The stretch marks that were not there before are now very visible. And I I don't know if it's because I had a CS or it's just normal for everybody. Well, that's my own experience. Okay. And then it starts to wear over time. So everything has pros and cons. After my recovery process was, I thank God that it was easy. I think God just made it easy for me. But I know how many times, I has to lift me up before I could stand off the bed. Because, oh. and then imagine, you have to breastfeed your baby. Your baby's crying. And you can't even lift yourself. So he has to literally pull my head and I would, I would scream because my stomach hurts so bad. I had to breastfeed the baby. And feed the baby or, or cut cuddle the baby, whatever it is. So yeah, recovery processes is, is different. It's different for both, but yeah. hey, they're both they are both valid processes. Nobody should make you feel less of a woman. Hebrew, my blah blah blah. You, Hebrew, so.
0: <laughs> and and the thing.